know what that means. It's the fourth episode. By the fourth drink, we're clanging on the table. This is rosé pink by design, Graham Norton. I have only eaten a banana and two digestives. The pizza is on its way. It is literally not even two o'clock. I've been drinking since about 12. So far we've had the Sevilla Coppola Rosé, which so far was by far my favourite, the Miraval, which tastes of nothing, the Sauvignon Blanc, which tastes of toilet cleaner. And now we're moving on. This is our last wine of the day. Genuinely don't think I'll finish the Graham Norton Sauvignon Blanc. It is foul. <laughs> I don't like it. I'm so sorry, Graham. Please give me a job. It's uh, not even quarter to two on a Monday. Uh, what a great time to review Celebrity Wine. Okay, I believe it does have description finally on the back, but we're gonna drink it and smell it first of all and see what we think. Okay, so I'm smelling it. It doesn't smell very good. It smells better than the Sauvignon Blanc. Doesn't say much. Okay. It is miles better than the Sauvignon Blanc, but that is not saying much. The Sauvignon Blanc is, you know what, I'm gonna have another drink of the Sauvignon Blanc because I've decided that this is like the worst wine I've ever had. And I honestly can't quite believe it because I have a lot of respect for Graham Norton. You know, he does Eurovision. That Sauvignon Blanc tastes like piss. Graham Norton, I hope you're not listening. I also, you know what? I will say this. I believe that Graham... <laughs> fuck. George Clooney went to the royal wedding of um, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle and he apparently brought like a ton of Casamigas and I, that is a wine that I truly believe that that man drinks. I believe that Kyle MacLachlan drinks uh, Chased by Bear or whatever his wine is called. I don't believe that Graham Norton is drinking that Sauvignon Blanc. I can see Sofia Coppola drinking that wine. I can see Brad and Ange drinking Miraval. The rosé has been in my um, fridge for weeks and like every time I open my fridge this little hat thing that sits on top of the wine falls off. It's very annoying. I wonder if they really think that like in Viva Wines really think the people in Tesco and whatever will buy wine because it's Graham Norton's wine. Because Graham Norton is not someone I really associate with drinking. Um, Alan Carr's Chatty Man, I hate. To, let's, let's be absolutely clear here, Graham Norton is the only British, Irish uh, talk show host that I will watch and not uh, hate. I don't like Jonathan Ross, I don't like Alan Carr. He is the funniest of those hosts. I just, I want his job. It's so silly and fun. Graham Norton, if you've ever watched Eurovision, is like, the job he's doing there is basically the job that the guy on Come Dine With Me does. Come Dine With Me is a funny show. I don't watch it anymore because I watched it too much. But that narrator has like such a sweet job. It's, yeah, he, all he's doing is being like bitchy about the contestants. And that's what Graham Norton does in Eurovision. Graham Norton, I'm a big fan. I don't actually watch like his show. I'll watch like clips on YouTube and stuff and then be annoyed that I don't watch the full show because it'll be like Lady Gaga on why people doubt her and it's two minutes and I'm like, I wish I watched the whole thing. I'm sure it's on the iPlayer. I want Graham's Norton. Yeah, I want Graham's Norton. Yeah. I'm gonna take another sip of the rosé because I've now gone on for about a good solid five minutes. I haven't actually taken another sip of the rosé. Okay, the rosé is fine though. I don't understand why. <laughs> and I think the fact is like, it's all to do with grapes and it's all to do with like harvesting and agriculture and just stuff that like truly I don't understand which is the like, you know, if we're drinking, whether we're drinking Maraval or Sofia Coppola Rosé or 
Graham Norton Rosé or White Girl Rosé by the Fat Jewish. Uh, I hate him. It literally has to do with like agriculture in the rain. Like how crazy is that? The fact that, you know, whether the wine tastes good has like something to do with the rain. Crazy. I failed geography. I was kicked out of the class because I fell asleep in the prelim. You know what? I realized I've not actually talked about the wine so much. So I'm going to Google what the Graham Norton Rosé is supposed to taste like and tell you that. I asked, I meant to Google Graham Norton Rosé and I Googled Graham Norton Ross and a Radio Times article came out that says, Jonathan Ross, I don't see Graham Norton as a rival. Uh, wrong. Graham, uh, Graham Norton is your rival, you dumb bitch. I'm Googling this and I didn't even realize like I can turn around the bottle and it says things on it. Um, on my fourth drink. And I forgot that you could turn around a bottle and I'll tell you what the notes are. So, I don't actually see how it was like supposed to taste like. Uh, there's an Irish Times article that says, Great Northern Wines, are they any good? That's my job, Irish Times. Uh, it's also not my job. No one asked me to do this. Um, tasting note. The Graham Norton Rosé has been such a hit around the world that we've been struggling to keep up. So we were desperate to get this wine made and ready to hit the market. The brief, perfectly subtle, Pink, fresh, New Zealand fruity essence, dry, but eminently drinkable. The blending components each offer different qualities. Summer berries with one, citrus with another, richness and stone fruits in the last piece of the puzzle. Green weaves his magic again, blending the different personalities and wines just like he does with actors, comedians and artists to create a great show, loads of fun and a fantastic experience. What I'm getting is that... <laughs> Most rosés are supposed to taste like stone fruits. They're meant to taste like fruity and they're meant to taste pink, which is a color. Graham Norton's rosé tastes, you know what? It does kind of taste citrus. It does kind of taste stone fruit. But like, what does that mean? You know, what does that mean? I'm starting to wonder now. I've never drank so many different wines in a row and I didn't think this, but maybe all wine, all rosé wine tastes like some combination of stone fruit and wine <coughs> and floral and citrus. Is that just what rosé wine is? It's so vague that it could be anything. It feels like almost like a psychic reading, like a cold reading, that these wine descriptions, it's like, you know, it tastes of maybe peach and cherry and also also tastes of like lavender and citrus and also tastes of uh, this stuff and this stuff and it's like hoping that you will be able to taste one of those flavors in those and then you'll go oh yeah it does taste like that and then you'll think that you're like smart but you aren't necessarily you know it doesn't make you smart but it does make you like feel like you're smart I wonder if that's really what the thing is with white you know like a bunch of rosés like taste good but what they're really selling you is like thinking that you're smart the same way that like Lost in Translation is selling you the idea that like you're smart for liking a film that's like so boring that nothing happens. You're smart because like you drink this drink that like honestly is just to make you feel silly. <laughs> All that we're drinking alcohol to do is to like make other people look more attractive or to like feel like you're funnier or to have more confidence and you know maybe you feel a bit smarter drinking you're like mmm yes I taste I taste peach and then you look at the notes and it's like stone fruit and you're like oh yes I'm my senses are so smart that I know that this tastes like peach just from taste alone but all, 
all you're doing is drinking like silly juice. I ordered my pizza 32 minutes ago and um, I've drank so much. <laughs> that may be it.